Okay. And we are live. What's going on, Degenerates? Welcome to the show, episode four. My name is Yusuf Chaz Chronic. This is Legina. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, I just want to start off by uh, saying a little something that I was realizing this past week, uh, Legina. So, you know, oftentimes when we try to like um, do something in our lives, trying to achieve things or trying to become the person we want to be, we many times I think we sabotage ourselves because we think too much. We think too much. We try to yep. plan too much. We try to control the situation a little bit too much. And uh, lately, you know, I think that I've experienced that the way that my life has gone, maybe you can also draw parallels to this, but like the way my life has gone, if I look back at it and look at where I am now, it has brought me here regardless of what the hell I've been trying to do. <laughs> like regardless of what I try to be or, or who I want to be, what I want to achieve, um, life itself will just be like, hey, like... Um, I got this, you know, like I, I'm, this is happening and all you got to do, all we got to do sometimes is just get out of the way, let it unfold. You know what I mean? Like stop trying, stop blocking yourself essentially and just get out of your own way because um, whatever is supposed to happen in your life is happening. And, um, you know, it, it might not be what you have it planned for exactly, but it's happening. And the key to that is getting out of the way, let it unfold for you, um, which is, I think, really, really important. And especially if you're trying to do things that are artistic or uh, well, actually whatever it is that you're trying to do, just live that life, be in the moment and just let it all happen to you. So, you know, I think that's um, that's kind of like what I was thinking about this week. And if I thought about um the way my life has unfolded and where I am currently going now, I haven't even been trying like in many ways to do stuff and it's still happening. So um, basically I want cheers to that just to, um, you know, get, get, get out of your own way and let life unfold for you because it is unfolding and you just have to let it happen. That's so true. Cheers. Cheers. But ew, what are you drinking? What is that? <laughs> I know this, look, this, I just saw it and it looked really, it looked very appealing, but then after I bought it and I was like, I probably shouldn't drink this. Uh, this is <laughs> Smirnoff Mango Peach uh, Smash. That yeah. actually sounds really good. It does. It's 8% alcohol. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's see. Wow. Okay. I'm like double fisting at the moment with a coffee Guinness mm. and a gin and tonic. And whenever I have two drinks like this in my hand, do you know that Drake song with um, the Justin Bieber music video? No. <laughs> so there's like a part that's like, um, what is it? I have this one, this drink and another one. Like, <laughs> and he like holds two drinks in the music video. And that's how I feel like Justin oh. Bieber with two drinks surrounded nice. by bottles. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But, <laughs> regarding what you said. Mm. Sorry, let me like, take a drink of this gin and tonic. Mm. It's not so bad, actually. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, Everyone, good job, like, oh. off. <laughs> Everyone um, pause this a second and grab a drink, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like, feel like our conversations are always like, you know, a conversation you can do with a good drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
anything pretty much could be done with a good drink, except oh, for driving. True. Except for driving. Oh, except for driving. Yeah. Don't don't drink and drive, everyone. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, um, I really agree with you because honestly, a few days ago, I listened to. <laughs> our last podcast that we recorded yeah and it was so cringe for me you know for me I was just like what what am I even trying to say I have like no finished sentences in the whole podcast I feel like I no, rely no, no. heavily on Yusef translating what I'm trying to say <laughs> and I was like oh god what is this um and I felt really like aware I was just like feeling a little horrible about it and I think my microphone was off for some reason. So my voice was all echoey and crazy. And mm. I felt very, I was listening and it, it felt very chaotic. Also, I think it has to do with like me talking about my relationship too, because I'm just kind of shy in that way. I'm not like, I, it's, I think a lot of people think that I'm very extrovert, but I actually mm. am not. And I'm a good listener and I'm like good at ranting I'm good at talking about stupid things but I'm like bad at actually talking about myself and my you know when it comes to something like real happening in my life I could talk about like the threesomes I did all day you know (laughs) because that's something Mm. in the past um but yeah I think I was like a little jittery and everything Mm. and listening to that like also um Yusef wanted to post a video and he edited it and everything and I was all like ah I look so fat and ugly <laughs> and I got all crazy about that too so yeah regarding what you were saying I do think just let it happen sometimes and it will yeah yeah you know let, turn let it, into yeah yeah let it happen and let go and um you know what I mean like what's the worst that could happen really like what's the worst that could happen um but um you know on that note just to mm-hmm. talk about what you were talking about it's mm-hmm. uh you know we we this is only our fourth episode since we relaunched this we have uh we're trying to get better every day and we will and we are i think uh you mm-hmm. know a lot of planning goes into this believe it or not and um you know we have we have a blog as well and we're going to start today to post uh posts on that not only that but uh, Legina, you signed us up on Spotify. So we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Um, we have a lot of cool things happening. So, hey, subscribe, rate, like, leave us, you know, leave us a five-star positive uh, rating. If you want to go extra mile, write us a review. This all, this all uh, helps us out a lot. So please bear with us. You know, we're, we're learning as we're going. And uh, I think we're only going to get better. I, I do think, I think we want this podcast to be something um, built up by our listeners. I think that like, not just us doing well, but I think it will improve by the help of the listeners. Since like, I'm in no way a public speaker. I've never done anything like this before. I'm not even, you know, an actress or anything. So it's not like I have experience speaking to people that I don't see. <laughs> you know, I'm not an influencer or anything. We're like normal people. Um, and I want this to be relatable and, you know, like I want, I think everyone knows that this is a work in progress and I want people to feel like proud later. Like, Oh God, I listened to these guys since day one and they got like really good. And you know what? Like I did an episode. I feel like everyone is so interesting. Not just like people we see on TV. Everyone has these crazy stories that, um, I would love to hear. And I would love for like, you know, our listeners to join. 
like I want yeah. all my friends on my podcast, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, me yeah. too. You know what I mean? And, and uh, exactly like we're, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have the craziest stories. I don't. And then, uh, but uh, you know, it's still uh, an effort to, to share them. It's still, you're still putting yourself out there when you share stories. And even, you know, for me, it might be a big deal for someone else, maybe not, but every word, we're just, we're like what you said, we're not celebrities. We're not, we're, we're not famous. We're not whatever, anything. So, uh, but we're just regular people and uh, we've worked jobs that we've hated and loved and we've loved people that we've hated and loved and we've uh, tried <laughs> to do stuff and failed horribly at it. And uh, all the while, probably while being high or drunk. And so, um, you know, this is just being human. And I think that, uh, um, I don't know, I hope people can connect. I hope people can relate. And like you said, yeah, this should be also uh, about about uh, our listeners, the degenerates out there. Um, real quick, if you want to, uh, we, we also have, uh, we have an email. So we would love it if you guys have any questions that you want us to like answer or any funny stories you want to share, please, please, please write to us, write to us at degeneratesnymp at gmail.com, degeneratesnymp at gmail.com. We also have a website, uh, which is degeneratesnymp.com. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can and, write to us there. Yeah, no. And if that's like too formal for anyone, slide into our DMs. Like, that's easy. I know that how much easier that is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah in any way, I would love to, to like communicate with, you know, everyone and have, get some feedback, all of that, you know, that and yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but anyways, um, uh-huh. so Legina, like, how's your week been going? Like, did you have a good week? I did have a good week, except for the whole cringe of listening to episode three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, about that, one more thing I just wanted to say, because I was listening and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, I go round and round in circles and not actually saying what I wanted to (laughs) say. And I did want to say, because I heard it, I was like, this sounds like I have a bad relationship. Like, like, I didn't hate the guy. I I did want to say, I think I got super shy about talking about that. And that's like also kind of a cultural thing I would like to get into next time. Because in Korea, it's a lot about being humble. Like I'm very bad at taking um, compliments also. Mm. So when it comes to something where people are like, oh, that's amazing. Like you're great or you're beautiful. Uh, That's pretty or whatever it is. I get all like weird and it's like, oh, oh no, I'm not. Like that's our first, in Korea, people do that. Like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not good at that. I'm like, and that's being humble, which I know it's not um, in America. It's like, if someone's like, no, I'm not good at that. It's like, oh, that that person sucks at that. You know? Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I think is also because I'm Moroccan Panamanian and just the way I was raised, it was just like, you know, be humble. Um, and also don't um well, they're not a cultural thing, but just how it was back in my household, we didn't really share too much feelings, you know what I mean? Like I I, you know, my parents are very loving and the best parents in the world and um had the best childhood ever, but like we just never were really like uh you know, we said like, I love you or, you know, hugged each other, like, you know, regularly or anything. Not that I was missing that. I'm just saying that this is right. what we did. And then also <laughs> um, same thing about like expressing your feelings. Like I don't, I have problems with this too. In my relationships, the girls I've been with are like, you know, you don't communicate, you know, you're just too uh, closed up. And, um, and I, I could kind of see that from you. 
Yeah, I'm very closed yeah. up. I don't I just don't I don't know. I just don't um share. It's very hard mm -hmm. for me to get that shit out. Right, me, right. You know, I don't know. I think is it like scared? Are you scared to like if you say something wrong that the person won't like it? Um no, it's just the uncomfortableness of sharing something that I feel inside. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like okay, that vulnerability. Yeah. yeah, because like you know, like I've oftentimes thought, hey, maybe I, I would benefit from going to like a shrink or like a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I did that once when I was in grad school and I'm like, nope, mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk to somebody who doesn't know me, who uh, is mm -hmm. paid, who is paid to listen to me and pretend like they care. I know it's very beneficial. It's great. I just can't do it. I mean, I wasn't mm -hmm. born here and I was I, I came here when I was seven. And like I said, mm -hmm. at home, like we don't really share these feelings just we just uh, we, we get along. Everyone's good. But like we just, you know, it's like if we have a problem, we don't really just sit down like let's hash this out, you know, right, right, just, right. just let it oh, go. I think I think a lot of men have that problem more than girls. I feel like hmm. I think maybe it's because you don't have like a place because girls we talk with amongst each other, even, you know, a lot about feelings. And, you know, if you're hurt, you can cry in front of your girlfriends and it's not a weird thing. But I think for guys, it's a little difficult. You know, so I've never heard of a guy going to a guy friend to cry about their girl. You know, I mean, I, I bet there is, but yeah. I don't think it's as common as girlfriends. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, absolutely. Like if I do let out to someone like, uh, you know, uh, unload my emotions on somebody, it's probably a girl, you know, probably be my sisters or right, right. You know, my cousin or, or, or you or like, you know, um, or my best friend. At least you friend. have sisters, right? Friend. At least you have sisters. Yeah, I got mm -hmm. two sisters. And, and I feel bad every time. I feel bad, like, because it's like, oh, here you go. Here, let me unload some shit on, on you and, like, you know, like, fuck up your evening. And then it's like, but afterwards, I do feel better. <laughs> I do oh, feel yeah, like, of course. I do feel better. So, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. I tend to keep that shit bottled up inside. Right. You know? So I, I actually don't have that problem. I'm a little straightforward to my boyfriend, which is why another I wanted to say this on the last episode. I am very thankful that he deals with my shit, too, because I am very like picky and um, very straightforward about some things, which like some people aren't used to. Mm. And <laughs> that being said, <laughs> yesterday I had my one day off and it was a great day in New York City. I met my brother and then I met my boyfriend and then we all together, we went to eat some stuff and um, we started riding a city bike in the city, mm -hmm. which was great. It was like the weather was really nice and it felt great, like just like riding the bike up. Um, what is that? West Coast, West Coast Highway? No, West, West Side Highway. West Side Highway. Yeah, yeah. it was really pretty. Yeah, and then beautiful. we went to the village walking around and then uh, it was packed. Yeah. I could see that glimpse of crazy summer in New York City. Really? Yeah. Nice, nice. And it felt more packed because of all the seating outside on the sidewalk. Whoa. Like, yeah, because I imagine like it's full inside the restaurant and now it's full outside too. So I'm just like, did everyone come back to New York City? All the people that were like, New York is dead, like do 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 do, like last year. I yeah. was like, come on, that's everywhere. It's going to come back. Like New York is just being careful, you know, because of the amount of people we have. I think it was smart to shut down. Um, I know a lot of people are angry about how long we shut down and everything, but mm -hmm. I do think it was a good thing. Yeah. And now look like it was packed and we went to a comedy club 
Mm. Um, I didn't even know. Again, I don't, I haven't done those things like going to shows and everything. And like, uh, Rodrigo was kind of like, no, we could just go ask, like, see if they have seats. And mm. uh, because I was like, no, everything you have to make a reservation. Like we didn't make a reservation. Don't bother people. And then he was like, yeah. like, he's like, he's a, he's an opposite personality of me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why sometimes we fight, but yeah. Um, I'm thankful because like it does push me to do things that I normally wouldn't do and he's like no it's fine we can go ask and he like asked this guy and we got seats inside one of the comics comedy clubs and it was fun and I was watching I was like kind of also not used to that you know that atmosphere of comedy clubs that like icky old bar vibe yeah yeah, yeah I was like ah like not used to this especially after covid mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is this disgusting bar <laughs> but it was fun and then the main uh comedian was actually a um a girl comedian lady comedian um that has a podcast that's called guys we fuck the one i told you about oh no way yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and i was Wait. like ah it's correct <laughs> <laughs> no way that's so cool yeah she was the comedian she was like the main one like wow for the main, yeah and i had like we like no none of us were ready for that but so we just went in being like oh we'll see some like comedians that aren't famous or whatever people from new york that are like i'm gonna do stand-up this week you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i was like oh next is corinne and i'm like what i know her <laughs> i was like this is the girl from the podcast i listened to that's awesome so, yeah super excited she was so funny um, she was talking about doggy style. She talked about incest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. But then yeah. something happened that I, it like, I like blew my top and I got so angry at Rodrigo for the rest of the night. And then now I think about it. I'm like, well, why was I so angry? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so oh, <okay>. I was, <laughs> cause I was like, oh my God, Corinne. And I, I got all excited. Right. And but also that's like the fangirl in me because I get yeah. really excited when I see like famous people, but I never go talk to these people. I'm just like, oh my God, that's that person. And I look and then, you know, I leave. But he was like, oh, I'm going to go ask her, take a picture with her. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take a picture with her. What are you talking about? Like, he was like, no, like, oh. And then like right after she got off the stage, he like runs to her and is like, my girlfriend is a fan. Like, can she come talk to you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> the introvert in me like threw up <laughs> my body oh, I was man. like like I don't know I, I don't have anything to say I'm like no and he I get it in his mind he was like oh, like she's starting a podcast and this girl has a podcast maybe she can ask her to listen and like all that and it's like I'm like Ooh, I'm not that like type of person that's like, oh, listen to my podcast, please. Like, <laughs> I'm a fan. I love you so much. Like, I I, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, why? No. <laughs> he was like, go, 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 go. And like, she can clearly see me and him being oh. like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. And I like sat back down so I can have a drink of my drink before I go. Because I knew I had to go at that point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Rodrigo was like, oh, really? You're going to sit back down? <laughs> Such chaotic chaos. And then I went and it was so awkward because I'm like, ah, I, I listened to your <laughs> podcast. You're so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to say after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's like the introvert in me was like. <laughs> you know, like me too. Like I, 
I don't know. I've, I've, I've thought about it a lot. And I'm like, what would I say if I met one of my idols or someone I knew that's like a celebrity or someone I admired? Right. You know yeah. what I would say? Because I would not know what to say, but I, I could say this. Thank you. I'd be like, thanks, man. Thank you. Like, I, I appreciate I, I love your, your shit, man. I'm a big fan. Thanks for everything that you do. You know, and, 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 and yeah, that's it, right? It's like a sentence, it. you know. That's it. Yeah. Same for me. I could yeah. be like, I, <laughs> that's what it was for me too. And I was yeah. like, uh, "You're really funny. I I love your podcast." And then I was like, "Blank, blank, blank, blank." I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, God. Uh, that yeah. that's awesome, man. So was she cool? She was really cool. Oh, and then like Rodrigo was like, "So so she just started a podcast a couple of weeks ago," and then I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> And she was like, oh, what's the name of it? And I was like, oh, it's Degenerates. Not your mom's podcast. Really, that's so cool. And I was like telling her a little bit about it. Us, like, that's you know, so cool. um, I started with a friend that's a bartender that used to bartend with me in New York. So we talk about, you know, the shit that happens in our lives. And my friend is a guinea pig for dating yeah. right now. <laughs> and yeah, no, she was so nice and cool. And then I felt so embarrassed because I was like, Ugh, and I didn't know what to say. And that's me all the time. Like, I'm really awkward. Even if I go to bars, I don't start conversations. Like, if someone comes to me for all means, like, I'm, I will reciprocate 100%. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, ugh, for me to start something, it's so hard. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, for me, it's like, I just literally say whatever comes to mind or if if i'm noticing them doing something and i hope that they take pick it up and go along with it because then that's the start of a conversation but speaking about conversations Mm -hmm. and uh funny things and me being the guinea pig so remember last week how i said that i was going to my band was going to play some backyard party or show or whatever yes i was gonna ask you about that yeah 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 how was it Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, it wasn't a backyard party. It was actually in a basement and uh, nobody was wearing masks. So I'm like, you know what? If I get COVID, it's here. I definitely get it <laughs> from here. So the far, scratch, was it? it's not Miami. It's going to be here. <laughs> yeah, well, it will be Miami because I'm actually going to Miami in, in next right. week, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, but I got my first dose of shot, which I know doesn't mean shit. Hey. I still need to get the second one. No, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, but no. So going back to the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, all right. Um, I was like, cool. You're like, good luck at the show. Hey, hope you <laughs> hope you meet some chicks that you can bang. And I'm like, yeah. All right. <laughs> so then uh, so then I go there and we're, you know, we're setting up and everything. We play the show. It goes well. There's another band that plays and we're, there's a few people. Not it's not a lot. It's like a house party. The people were very nice. Everybody there was very nice. Uh, yeah. Some of my band members showed up, but like uh, one of them couldn't one of like a few of them mm-hmm. couldn't. But like uh, my guitarist, he couldn't come. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so anyways, uh, the, whatever. Most of the other people were there. And so then we're hanging out and I see this chick. And this is after we play our show. I've had already like uh, I've had like, I don't know, a few beers and I've smoked mm-hmm. some, I think. And uh, I'm like, all right now is a chance now i'm gonna i see this chick she comes down the stairs and i'm like i'm gonna go talk to her so then i mm-hmm. boom like i go like a fucking like a sniper go now you know whatever Winner, right let's go yeah, yeah. So i go there and i like you know introduce myself we talk and everything and uh i think you know so far i'm doing pretty well uh from what mm-hmm. I, from my vantage point it seemed as if she was you know like um reciprocating and not, not like right creeped out but I also made it clear as to why I was there. There's no way that I didn't just like bump into you. I went across the room, stood next to you and directly like, 
you know, talking mm-hmm. to you kind of thing. So, okay. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? And so I'm talking to her, blah, blah, blah. We're shooting the shit. Then I mm-hmm. see my drummer, Fabio. Hey, what's up, Fabio? He's walking. Past. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, Fabio, have you met so-and-so? And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's his girlfriend. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh, oh, um, okay. And I was like, um, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All righty. Well, all right. Uh-huh. And I just like, I just walked away, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the other women that were there were just like uh-huh. my wives of the other people there. And uh, okay, I was yeah. just like, you know, and, and plus like there was nothing else I think that was worth <laughs> approaching. So, um, uh-huh. not, you know, they were older or they were a like married. So okay. I just went back hung out with my bassist and my drummer. Right, and right, my right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> what is this sad story? <laughs> no, but it was like when when my drummer told huh. me, "Oh, it's so and so's girlfriend." I was like, "You got yeah. you're fucking kidding me!" Oh my god, I felt so bad. I was like, "Ah." <laughs> you know? Why would you feel bad though? Well, it I wasn't feel, like you well, you were like. No, no. I, I first of all, I hit, right? Yeah. You were just like talking, right? And yeah, I, I mean, first of all, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Right. And, and number two, um, I, it was actually I was embarrassed. That's what it was. I was just embarrassed because oh, you're like, like, oh shit. Yeah, like yeah. He was like, he was uh, like, of course I know her. Like, I was like, huh, huh, huh. huh? Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that that you know, whatever. But but hey, I gotta give myself right. credit uh-huh. because not I haven't done that in a long time. I haven't like seen a girl that I like. And I said, uh-huh. "Hey, I'm gonna go and talk to her. Go, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Let me go, like, boom. And no, that's like, good. Know, that's a start. Yeah, yeah. And and plus, like, um, there's these like books out there, like, pickup artist, aka PUI shit. And I've read mm-hmm. maybe one or two. And I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. But um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. But like, uh-huh. one of the rules that they have is that like, if you see a girl you like, you need to go and talk to her in the first seven seconds." Because then oh, you're wow. going to okay. second guess yourself and um, you're not going to do it. The other thing is, is if a girl notices you looking at her, if, it, if, if you go over a few seconds and if you go over a few oh, minutes that's... and then if it's like 20 minutes later, she still sees you looking at her. She's going to get creeped out and she's not going to be she's going to be like, get away from me, creep. So that makes a lot of sense. It's yeah. like, what is this guy stalking me? Like keeps looking at me and... keeps looking at me. Oh. Obviously does not have the balls to come and talk to me. And so then mm-hmm. in the first seven seconds, when she came back down, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, one, two, oh my God, seven seconds. Okay, and I must say it did get rid of the jitters and I was, uh, it made it much better than just standing there and doing nothing. Right. And just like in your mind, be like, she's cute. Yeah. <laughs> keep looking at her from afar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, uh, uh, on that note, um, you know, what do you think? So we're talking about this and then, um, uh-huh. but quick question. So mm-hmm. obviously I didn't know that it was my homies girl. And, um, right. you know, uh, in general, what do you think of guys or girls who hit on somebody who they know has a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Um, I mean, I think it happens a lot, especially in the workplace or you know when you don't know the significant other i think it happens a lot yeah and in that case i like if it's your friend and you keep pursuing this yeah you're you're the ass you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> shouldn't do that yeah 100 um but i guess if you don't know the 
girlfriend or boyfriend, I don't think it matters because if it is a grounded couple, then that would just be a fun story for them to bond even stronger over. And a, 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 a grounded couple? What's that? For No, for like, uh, say, um, like you're in a relationship and you get hit on and you your relationship is strong like it's a grounded nice yes. like good couple yes and then you go home and you're like oh my god i got hit on by this person and you can just like it would be a fun story and that's it you know but for yeah. non-grounded couples <laughs> yeah you know that that's the problem but i don't think that's <clears throat> on the person that's hitting on them i think that's on that couple yeah yeah i um hmm. yeah no definitely it is you know it's of course, whoever, if I was dating someone and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, obviously I would find that person attractive. Um, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't surprise me if she gets hit on every day and that's, that's fine. It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So it's right. not, like you said, if they're, if they're a solid couple bond, yeah, it's not going to matter. And like, if, mm-hmm. if obviously like, uh, if you're not a jealous person, um, you know, it, it's, it's not gonna phase you, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, you cannot get jealous about things like that if the person didn't reciprocate, I feel like, because yeah, at the end of the day, that means that other people also see your significant other as an attractive person, which yeah. is great, which is like even like look wise or personality wise. Mm-hmm. And if that bothers you, I don't know. I don't know what to say to those people. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to lock, lock the person up in a cage and like feed, feed them, like don't let them out. Like if you yeah. have a life in society and you go out, without you know the other person let me and, tell you which should yeah you know it's kind of like um like for example and i'm using this just because you know i come from that culture uh mm-hmm. islamic culture like it's like um not just islamic culture but like any culture that's like um it could be christianity it could be judaism it could be whatever mm-hmm. but it's like okay if you're a religious woman and you know uh, whatever, yada, 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 you need to cover yourself, you know, cover your hair, cover your face, um, yeah, don't yeah. wear makeup. And see that yeah. all that shit is like, I think um, that's supposed to deter someone from maybe thinking that someone is attractive and hot. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say if you were like, mm-hmm. um, if Rodrigo was like, Legina, like, uh, oh, what's this? Your guys are hitting on you. And uh, I'm, I'm, um, you know, uncomfortable, not uncomfortable. I am insecure. You need to wear, you're going to wear long skirts. <laughs> you're going to not wear makeup and you're going to cover your, your you're going to cover your hair and you're just going to leave this part of right. like your face. Uh-huh. Um, th- Cause that's what many religions do. I think, right. you know, like, uh, like the Mormons or like, you know, the, uh, the Amish, you know, the, 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 the women, the Amish women, they, they're not dressing up uh, super hot. They're dressed up like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Neither are the guys, I guess. Neither are the guys. <laughs> I mean, some people could be into that. right? <laughs> yeah. If you like country women, um, you know, like, I don't know. I don't, but you know what? Like, I bet those women know how to cook. And then when you come home, they, they come with like a tray of like beers for you. And oh then you God, sit yeah. you sit down and you like eat your like, you know, your ham or whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, but I'm saying like, yeah, uh, ham or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Seems like those people eat ham. I think so. Yeah. Too. <laughs> After a nice, a strong work day in the farm, you know, they eat ham and <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, I, I kind of agree with, I mean, not agree, but. I know I get what you're saying and I think I think it's weird because 
if you think you think that of someone but then I don't know I mean I guess men well okay we live in a world especially with internet where we see not just that (laughs) but you know girls in bikinis and everything else so does that mean like oh it's okay for me to look at other people like that but not my wife you know or not my girlfriend my girlfriend has to be like covered up well that that's fucked up like that that, that's totally fucked up that's what i'm saying like it's like it's like these guys i'm sure they enjoy Mm -hmm. going on instagram and like seeing these chicks and like or or when they see a beautiful woman walk by or you know they're like oh but then it's like my woman no one touches her no one looks at but would you be sexually um attracted to your woman if you made her like not do anything (laughs) you know just be a bomb at home cooking for you like i feel no no go ahead no i feel like her value would deteriorate too into something like like a mom you know it'll be kind of like oh i'm coming home to food and that's about it but then i'll go out that's i feel like that's why people start cheating in Mm -hmm. a way yeah i mean i i think that's definitely a possibility if you have a i mean um i'm sorry i don't i don't mean to bag on my culture uh, or my, my <laughs> where i'm from you know i'm very very yeah. proud to be moroccan i'm mm-hmm. fucking i was born in morocco my dad's moroccan mm-hmm. my name's yusuf i'm very very proud uh, but um like a lot of the women there that become like moms who are you know mm-hmm. maybe when they were younger they would go out they had hair long hair they would wear makeup wear nice fashionable mm-hmm. clothes then they get married and then they get kids and they have to be modest you know because it's not just like about the husband but it's also about society society is like you know wants right. you to become a certain something conform mm-hmm. so then they they start to cover up many of them not all of them that cover up be more modest and yeah mm-hmm. and then they wear those long robes and they don't work out anymore and no joke i'm not kidding you once they hit 30 past 30 they let go they just become fat and they just like don't give a crap and it's like they're like it's like a, it's like a it's like a it's like a it's a trap because it's like there mm-hmm. is your <laughs> there's a pretty woman you saw and then no joke she becomes 30 she's got a belly she she does not work out she does not take care of herself so it's a double-edged sword i agree because wait okay which it's okay to have a belly <laughs> sure it's okay <laughs> <laughs> no no no. But i'm talking like okay go ahead but i know what you're talking about like it's it's because you think it's because well, it's because of society, I guess. Oh, wait, I'm confused. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's these women that get married and then they're like, oh, I don't have to try anymore. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, have to I don't try agree anymore. with that either. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. I don't have to. Yeah. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I don't have to try anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the kid. I've got, you know, whatever. And don't get me wrong. Like, it's. Um, it's hard having a kid. It's hard raising a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot of time. So, of course. but, um, but so I can see why people like, um, you know, like um, just let go a little bit. I mean, of uh-huh. course, but <clears throat> I guess going back to your point, uh, you're saying, yeah, if they have to cover themselves and then they come mm-hmm. back home, the, what I was told, because I took like religion class is like mm-hmm. your wife can wear whatever she wants to wear in the house. She wants to have nail polish, perfume, makeup and everything she can mm-hmm. in the house. She can be okay. that for you in the house. But when she goes out, she needs to be covered, needs to be modest. 
you know, like, um, but when, when she comes home, she is, she can wear like Dolce Gabbana or whatever. And then like right. uh, have makeup and perfume and look sexy for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't see people going through the trouble of like, of, of going, when I go out, I'm not going to do anything. And then when I'm at home, let me dress up like <laughs> to the nines and like I'm yeah. going out to a club. Like that's difficult to do, especially in the comfort of your own home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, also for those same women, it's like if they hang out together among other women or other wives, mm. they can be all sexy and hot together, but no guys allowed kind of thing. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I'm, I'm literally, I know I'm speaking, I'm generalizing, I'm throwing right, a wide right, blanket right. over no, everything, yeah, yeah. but I'm just talking about those specific guys who don't want mm-hmm. their women to get hit on, who don't want people to look at their wives as objects of sex or beauty when they're mm-hmm. outside, only when they're inside. And um, a lot of those guys are like this. This is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, of course, because I know people that cheat on their wives. And then when we like in conversations, when I confront them, like, okay, so I hope your wife is doing the same thing. And then they get very upset about it. Like, no, no, no. She's a good person. And she's, she loves me. She would never do that. Oh, if she does that, I'm going to get a divorce. I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> You're cheating. And you think that it, like, I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah. And I think that's, I guess it's like misogynistic thing as part of misogyny or, I mean, I I don't think I've seen women be like that. I, there probably is, honestly. I just don't have friends or <laughs> women around me that are like that, I guess. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it always baffles me of those double standards, those double standards. Yeah, no, it, it is, it is. I mean, like, um, mm-hmm. it sucks. But, like, I, if, if you mm-hmm. are like, oh, I'm going to go out and do whatever I want, then if you mm-hmm. are in a type of relationship – you should you should also be okay if your significant other also can go out and do whatever it shouldn't at least it shouldn't upset you it shouldn't upset you yeah yeah so like regarding um hitting on people with girlfriends boyfriends or or wives or husbands (laughs) i i was thinking like should i say this or not um but (laughs) i have had sex with people that are married and um <laughs> like pause <laughs> again i still don't know <laughs> if yeah. i should say these should things we edit this out no. <laughs> oh. no 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 it's okay because i i'm gonna say um again for grounded couples for people that have a good relationship it could be a thing that was already discussed because i have had sex with people that are in open relationships again a lot of people use the term open relationship to just fuck around Because sometimes I see people that are clearly not in an open relationship. And then when they want to have sex with someone, they're like, it's okay. I'm in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. that sucks too, that this term was brought up by society as cool. And like, you know, I think it was a big thing at one point where everyone's like, oh yeah, I have an open relationship. I have a cool, like, you know, and they don't realize it's a lot of work to actually be in an open relationship too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, It's not easy. It's not like, oh yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I I think a lot of the times uh, people use that when they're trying to hit on someone and the other person is like, don't you have a boyfriend? Don't you have a girlfriend? And they're like, it's okay. I'm in an open relationship. (laughs) It's like, yeah. 
Um, uh, speaking of that, a uh, quick question for you. Um, yeah. How did that make you feel? Like hooking up with someone who you knew was married? Um, I think that it made me, it helped me compart compartmentalize that this is purely fun and this is not for me to like develop feelings or anything. Mm -hmm. So that actually made it more for me. That was a little um, something that I actually enjoyed more because like, I don't have to think about, Oh my God, what if this person falls in love with me? What if I like, uh, what if I have to deal with feelings afterwards? I can compartmentalize that for myself. Right. Also. So that was for me, that was good when I was single, you know, when I was single and I wanted to pursue a single life, I think that was actually helped me more. And yeah, I was never the person because I, I, I watch, do you know this? Um, I forget her name. It was Chris Watts. It was, he was a, he murdered his wife and kids because he got into a relationship where he started an affair with a girl at her, his job and she and the his wife original wife that got murdered was like kind of an influencer on facebook i think so she her whole life was on facebook oh like, i oh. saw this it was on netflix yeah yeah it was yeah, a yeah, yeah. documentary i watched it yeah i was so fucking angry at that girl that he had an affair with she was so annoying she was so annoying like mm -hmm. do you remember anything about her <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I remember was she was me? sporty. She was sporty. They did sporty things together. Mm -hmm. That's where I remember. I mean, she was pretty attractive. I mean, his wife was pretty hot too. Yeah, they were both attractive. Yeah, I I just hated it because she was playing the cool girl, and I absolutely hate people that do that because she was doing the whole. I, I didn't want him. <laughs> like I never thought that he would leave his wife for me. Oh my god! Like I am shocked too that he killed his wife fuck you bitch like the conversations that they had were like the text messages they were like i love this guy but i don't want his kids like the text messages that she sent her friends were was like she was all into this guy she wanted him to get a divorce for her yeah. and that pissed me off it's like bitch if you're gonna if you're trying to fuck a guy that's married okay just do it for the fun of it if the guy, you know, it's like they already have problems clearly in their relationship. If the guy is falling for you, mm -hmm. and uh oh, <laughs> my, my falling. earphone falling <laughs> out. <laughs> uh -oh. Sorry, I can't even find it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> got so upset. Oh my god, that girl pissed me off so okay. bad. Devil's advocate. That. Okay. That was advocate. She was mm -hmm. on national TV for a documentary. So of course she's trying to mm -hmm. cover her ass. She's trying to be like, I had no she idea. She didn't know she was going to be on a documentary. <laughs> well, she was, well, not when she was texting her friends, but like when they were interviewing mm -hmm. her, when they were like, you know, the cops are coming at your door. Hey, do you know about this guy? You're not going to say, Oh yeah, I'm having sex with him. You know what I mean? Of course you're not going to say that number. Mm -hmm. The other thing I want to say is uh, I did not, like at all I, I didn't think the i wasn't on the wife's side either like she's just she was just like i, I don't i saw it quite a while ago so mm -hmm. i don't really remember right. but I, I remember the wife was not i you know like i was like i'm not so i'm sad of course it sucks getting murdered <laughs> i guess but i was not like on her side either. oh i know what you mean because i 
I saw that she was controlling a little bit. Yeah, and very, very kind of um, mm-hmm. not bad, but very um, condescending, very controlling. Not a good person either. Um, what I thought was, again, this is. I think this is where it comes. <laughs> this is because <laughs> you related with Chris Watts <laughs> in a I way did? because he, I I feel like he for when me for me when I was watching it I was like. Why didn't he just fucking tell her? Why didn't he just fucking tell her from the beginning that like, I love you, but um, this and this and this I don't like or whatever, what was happening in their relationship. Mm-hmm. He was always the one that was like, dude, he would just like not talk to her about anything. And she would like attack him about like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you calling me? And then he would mm-hmm. just be like, no, but I love you. and then for me it's like okay clearly you don't love this girl because you're sleeping with this other girl and have pictures with her (laughs) and telling her that you're gonna get a divorce you don't think that you can you can love two people you don't think that you might have you can have the hots for this uh sporty chick and yet here's this woman who you love but who just mm-hmm. giving you headaches like you know this one gives you head this one gives you headaches like you know what i mean like <laughs> oh my god that again <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't you think that's possible i mean look i'm not saying it's oh, right i'm just course. saying that like mm-hmm. the guy they were all well the guy and her were caught in, in a conundrum there was like a is a, is a problematic right. situation that could only get resolved with a murder i'm just kidding oh no, wow no, no. no that would that no, would no, make no, a lot no. of it <laughs> 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 that he could have just gotten the divorce <laughs> let's not murder people because yeah, yeah, you cannot yeah. Yeah, do not can, murder anybody okay again i yeah. think chris watts was such a coward because he could have literally just been like girl i need a divorce i love this other girl and then but he decided to murder her and his kids yeah instead of just oh he murdered his them. kids too yes i forgot oh about God. that part he dropped he dropped his kid inside of a water tank and left like how do you uh, do that and he was like i was just so blinded by this girl she is the devil and now this girl got blamed for that. And I'm like, <laughs> i was like y'all are crazy yeah 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 no that that actually that in conclusion no joke they are crazy but and that's why they made a movie about it because it's such an intriguing story right right it's absurd yeah no but <laughs> what i wanted to say was i was very upset about this girl (laughs) because Mm -hmm. she was acting all like she had nothing to do with this guy and this guy just came in and raped her like you know she was kind of like i didn't think that you know he was gonna kill her for me but i bet that was an ego boost for her like i could see it when she's talking to the police yeah like who go yeah and she was very like she and while she was doing that she was like kind of flirting with the police she was like ah, like how she was approaching this whole situation was not like oh my god so say that happened to me i would have been like oh my god i feel i feel so bad for the wife like you know it's worse women still at the same time you know i would be like that is so crazy i would feel so guilty even if I wasn't the person to be like, divorce her, like get rid of her so you can come with yeah. me, I would still feel like so crazy. I wouldn't be able to sleep. But this girl was like, mm. ah, like laughing yep. and having like a great conversation with the cops. And I was like, what is wrong with her? And yeah. I heard that um, she looked up because 
the police can see her Google searches, you know, and they looked all of that up. And she was looking up another like serial killer's um, girlfriend or something. Oh, there was another um, case similar to that case. Yeah. And in that case, it was also like the affair, the girl in the affair. Mm-hmm. got hated so much from the internet yeah. and she was like looking up that girl's name hmm. so she fucking knew she from the get-go she knew he killed them and she was looking up like oh, oh god shit. what a- yeah like this is gonna mm-hmm. be me now because i was the girl in the affair let me look up what happened to her like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so- okay done with that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done with yeah. that conversation. So, so in conclusion <laughs> don't sleep around with dudes who are married with kids I guess. Well, whatever. Do what you want. But we don't condone it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> but on, on that note. Hey, speaking of kids. <laughs> speaking of kids. But before that. Hey, yeah. uh, the listeners out there. If you have any questions. If you have any comments. Please write to us. We will read your questions. And we will answer them on our next show. Send them to us. Uh, DegeneratesNYMP at gmail.com. Degenerates nymp at gmail.com you can also go to our website and uh, which is degeneratesnymp.com uh send us your questions we want to hear them please uh we'll answer them as best as we can we will answer them so on (laughs) that note Mm -hmm. well okay dating legina um what do you think about dating people with kids i think it's tricky um i guess it really depends on the person with the kid of like how much they want to let the people they date in their lives Hmm. um i mean i think it's a lot of responsibility yeah because like for me if i'm dating someone with a kid i know that this will heavily affect the kid while the kid grows up especially if they're they're young Hmm. you know and i would want to be a good influence on the kid too so it would be a totally different way of dating from when i'm dating someone single i feel like hmm okay yeah Yeah. um all right yeah i see i have experience with this so um yeah i mean all i can say is that for guys out there, I mean, well, I guess I'm speaking from the guy's perspective, but like from a guy who's dating, if you're out there and there is this hot mama who wants to like date you, but she has a kid, um, just so you know, you will, the it wouldn't be out of the ordinary if the woman you're dating wants you to be part of that social circle, which includes the kid. You know, it wouldn't, you know, they, they, a, they're looking for not only someone who they can have a good time with, but someone who can maybe be, hopefully if they're a good mom, someone who can uh, be a good role model, Mm -hmm. a good presence around the kid. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, at least that's not something I want. I mean, I, I just, you know, to have kids or no, I would like to have kids, uh but I, uh, right now in my life, I just want to hook up and have a good time, have relationships that like, you know, I'm not saying just like um, one and done or anything like that. I'm just saying like, I want to date around, have options, mm-hmm. um, right, right. you know, but also I, I guess with my experience that I've had with, with, uh, with women who have kids is like, 
um, they, they come on strong, you know, like in a sense that like, they want to make you part of that life of their life. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, I am not dad material, you know, it's like, Hey, when I have a kid one day, I will be the dad for my kid, my kid, but you're trying to tell me that I'm going to be hanging out with some other assholes kid, you know, and, and <laughs> raise that, raise that kid. Right. Right. No, I'm just not like, I mean, uh, I, that sucks. But that's the reality, I think, mm-hmm. like for me, at least I, I have to be true to myself and I'm not going to a I have enough reservations for my own kids. I might barely mm-hmm. even be there for my own kids, honestly. But like and now I have to be there for like some other fucking dudes, kids get the fuck out of here. Not yeah. saying your kids are not good. Mm-hmm. Not saying their kids might not be good kids, because I, I I think that if they have a good mom, they are very good kids. Um mm-hmm. It's just not my cup of tea. So anyone out there who wants to date women with kids, uh Think about that, you know, because you might be, like you said, Legina, you might be um, um, influencing that kid's uh, future. Oh, of and, course, uh, like yeah. big time. That's how I feel. I would be, I would feel so like, okay, I, I, let me put myself in the moms. Again, you know, I don't have kids, so I can't really say, you know, for mm-hmm. sure what I would do in that situation. I think I would if this was someone that I don't see as a dad father figure for my kids, I would totally compartmentalize my dating life and my home life. I would never want to force someone to try to get involved when I know this person isn't fully committed. Um, Yeah. For me, I would do that. I would just like, okay, this is me single me when I'm out. And when I'm a mom, I'm a mom, you know, that, and then when I meet someone that, is actually like, I would like to be in your life for a long time. I would like to be a father figure for your kids. Then I would invite them over to actually spend time with the kids. And, you know, I would really, really separate that life because I'm afraid that my, my kids would get attached to someone that I'm like dating for a month. You know, I don't want that to happen. I don't want to put that pressure on someone that's single. Like I think that's ridiculous because as someone for me i'm single so if someone tries to put that type of pressure on me i would be like fuck off dude (laughs) like if if i didn't like really love the person like if i was really fully committed i'm like you know what i see a future um i want to get married eventually with this person and i'm like fully committed yes i would love to meet the kid of course i would try to be the best mom or stepmom that i could be you know or best step girlfriend what is it what do you call mm, you're a girlfriend i guess you're just a girlfriend but then when, when <laughs> best, you marry them you're best a dad's stepmom. girlfriend that i could be you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no i think that's this is one because like i feel very strongly about you know having kids and how you influence the kid as an as a parent um like that i'm scared of having kids because of that reason because i'm scared of how i should raise these kids like even for me being a mom, like I want to be fully stable with money wise, uh, work wise, whatever it is in order for me to have a kid. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I know, yeah. I mean, but think about uh, speaking about stability. Mm-hmm. When my parents had me, they were both students. They they were not fucking me too. Normal. Me too. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> so it's not if you ask me, it's not about uh, you have to be stable. Not I mean, you mm-hmm. can do what you want and I don't give a shit. But like, mm-hmm. I, you will never be ready 
for a kid. Never. Nothing. You, all the courses you take, all the money you have, whatever, you will never yeah. be ready for a kid. Mm -hmm. It just it, it will rock your world, rock your mind. And I don't think that it's something that I want right now in my life. Eventually, one day, yeah, when I have a kid. And by the way, mm -hmm. this is how I'll have a kid. This you ready? Oh God, what's happening? Um, well, no, this is how I picture it in my mind. I mean, it might not ever happen. Who knows? Whatever. I don't know. But like one day I'm going to get a phone call from somebody. I'm going to get a phone call from a girl. She's like, hey, what's going on? How you been? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I have something to tell you. What is it? I'm pregnant. What? Yeah, I think it's yours. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. And then like I do the test and it turns out to be mine. That's how I have a kid. And oh then, wow! And then that's you don't think I, you'll you'll have a kid with someone you actually love? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> it will be someone that I have uh, definitely an affinity towards. Uh, uh, I definitely like them. Uh, <laughs> you were sexually attracted definitely to. Definitely <laughs> sexually attracted, you know. And then, um, but, mm -hmm. but, uh, um, yeah, it just, I just can't, I can't imagine myself and. Uh, maybe uh -huh. I'll be proven wrong, but like, I can't imagine myself being like, oh, I've met like a good girl. Oh, it's time. Okay, fine. Let's have mm -hmm. kids together. Oh, we're trying to have kids. No, you'll never find me saying that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to have kids. If it happens, it happens. Um, but honestly, so I think that I think that's the only way I literally I'll be walking, waking up one morning, I'll be hungover. I'll be like, what day is it? <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hey, Miranda. Hey, how you been? <laughs> what? Oh, are, are you sure? Really? You sure it's mine? <laughs> all right. Well, um, all right. Well, I'll send you a piece of my hair or something. DNA test, you know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh fuck, it's my kid. Ah, oh, okay, fine. I'll be the dad. Now, now I'll do do my best to raise it, or like, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I'll be like, hey, what's right, up? Right. I'm your dad. <laughs> Uh, anyways, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because okay, like <laughs> having kids for me was, I guess, never a thing really in my mind. Uh, also, I'm very scared of being pregnant and giving birth. I think that's like a curse from God. If anyone like believes in God, again, this can be another whole talk that we have about religion. Not oh, sure be, if we want that or not. Oh, I would God. be so mad at God Ooh. if I was a woman. I would be so mad. Oh, God. I am I would, so mad every month at God. <laughs> for that reason, I'd be like, you're telling me that for the rest of my life, until I do menopause or whatever, you're telling me that I am going to be in pain and I'm going to bleed and um, and I should be okay with this? And then, oh, and then like <sighs> menopause, it's not like, yay, I'm finally done with it. It's like, fuck, I'm old now. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sweating and i'm getting red and i'm yeah. growing hairs now like okay come on like what that is this sucks. bullshit like what fuck, is this bullshit? Fuck, fuck you god you know fuck you. Seriously, that's why i'm like god was a guy like motherfucker like this guy like, or, was like i'll give all the bad things to this girl <laughs> or if if he if god is not a guy then at least um you should be totally okay with being mad at god wait what <laughs> Like if God is not a guy, then mm -hmm. uh, it's totally cool, regardless if if women are mad at, to God at, at God, because I would be mad oh, yeah. at God, right? Uh, like I have to squeeze a fucking like the thing this big through my hole. Mm -hmm. I have to do. Oh this. my god! 
Like, what? Like, this is not what? okay. And like, how, okay, this was another big thing for me where, okay, right now, honestly, this, I think in my relationship right now is the first time that I actually think that I want a kid in the future with like Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, I will, like, I would when I'm ready, you know, for that. When I'm financially stable, like right now, I think about having a kid right now and I'm like, oh my God, that's chaotic. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even have time to spend with a kid because I have to get money for rent, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. But yeah, all that aside. Um, and then I think about having a kid. I'm like, yeah, I would like a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, do I want to go through that nine months of pregnancy? Okay. Right now I do trust Rodrigo to not cheat on me while I'm pregnant, but I do not trust a lot of people. to do Because yeah. look, I know there are weird people that have a hospital for pregnant women. I've seen it on like CSI <laughs> criminal minds hey, I or never something, got that. <laughs> but that's like 0.01%. That's why you gotta people. have four. That's why you gotta have four uh-huh. wives because when one when wife number one's pregnant, this one it gives you headaches. This one still cooks <laughs> good, you- and this one gives you head. <laughs> still gives you head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and but but that's so horrible. Like you know, it's it's just sad, and I would be so paranoid, um, because I see myself, and I'm like big and like farting and throwing up all the time and then i give birth what if i poop in front of my husband isn't that the most like scary like what if you pooped in front of your girlfriend like on a table just pooped on a table and then you expect this girl to like love you forever and ever like i that image would be seared in my head forever and ever (laughs) yeah i'm so scared of that that's horrifying well i mean i don't know what i i guess the child is that the culture here the childbirth they does a guy have to be see hollywood fuck hollywood the guy has to be in the room while the woman's giving birth what if what if i don't want to see that shit literally i don't want to see this shit i don't want to see that shit um you know it's like oh it's beautiful well don't get me wrong i think the woman does not think it's beautiful at all because she's in pain and she can't sleep and she i don't know what i look like i'm probably like red and like sweating and like screaming and yeah horrifying looking i don't know it's i don't know it it sucks it sucks and um, yeah that whole thing sucks for me (laughs) it it sucks it. It, it sucks i mean it goes back to like being angry at god about this shit it's like what the fuck i have to do this get out of here like you know like i'm not why don't you do this you should just make babies all day for everyone in this world you do this and you (laughs) tell me how it feels and if you like it then fine you know i'll do it i'll do it but i guarantee you you won't like it you won't like it but um anyway so you know uh wrap in and you know i think uh we're nearing the end of our our thing here and uh but Mm -hmm. speaking about babies and 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 like getting pregnant and having sex and all that stuff um (laughs) i want to talk about one thing and um i want to bring up something so i was reading some articles and there's a few of them out there if anybody does a google search search it says that people with tattoos are more promiscuous promiscuous than people who do not have tattoos. People with tattoos are more promiscuous, tend to be more promiscuous than those without. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Regina? 
I fully agree with that because people with tattoos are people that are more um, are non-conservative, I would say. Because, you know, in a lot of societies, even a lot of religions, a lot of societies, it's still, oh, you have a tattoo that's like bad or that's only for gangs or that's, you know, a lot of that. And if someone thinks like that, I imagine they don't really have fun in bed. <laughs> someone someone thinks like what? Oh, that someone thinks like, oh, tattoos, you are uh, marking your skin with something that you shouldn't be. Like if, you know, like, oh, you are marking your body and this body is from God. That is bad. If someone thinks like that, I imagine that they don't do a lot of fun things in bed either. Yeah, I, yeah, I I would think that as well. I mean, like, um, you know, like just for the record, I think, uh, you know, not I think, I know we both have tattoos, mm-hmm. and to be quite honest with you, when I read this article, it was one of the reasons why I wanted to get tattoos. You know, what I mean, I was like, oh, more promiscuous. Okay, yeah, I like I like get more tattoos so I can be, you know, fucking. But to be quite honest with you, I don't know if it has made any difference for me. Um, I think it's a mindset, though. I think it's a mindset where, like, really? if you're open enough to have tattoos and go by your life, like, in society, I know it might not be a huge deal in America or New York, especially, but, like, say, in Korea, I, well, I've, I've moved here, like, seven years ago, six years ago, so I know a lot has changed, but when I was, back then, when I was in Korea, it wasn't a big thing where a normal like uh, nine to five working person has a tattoo. It really wasn't. So I did, I started getting tattoos after I quit my job. And that was like a big thing where people were like, why are you never want to work again? Like in, in an office job, like, why are you getting tattoos? No. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to. (laughs) And I can say that I was more promiscuous after getting tattoos. why how like what do you mean how did it happen well that was more of like i moved to new york after that so i guess it's more of um the society i'm in i think it gets it opens it it means that you're not more binded to the rules of society that people are like yo nine to five job you cannot you know have tattoos where it's visible or things like that so i guess when you're uh-huh. I was going to say, even in today's society, even in like today where no joke, half the people, well, I don't know if half, but like at least mm-hmm. half of the people have tattoos. I don't know. Yeah. Even then. Right now, I'm not sure, honestly, like in Korea, I, I have heard that a lot more people get tattoos, but I still don't think people get tattoos like on your arm where, where it's visible in the summer. I don't think if you if you have a nine to five job and if you want to be respected in a field. Yeah, uh, no, I yeah. I agree. I agree because I uh, the first tattoos I got were on my on my arm on my on my right arm where mm-hmm. it could still be covered kind of with a with a mm-hmm. normal no, short same, sleeve. Same. Mm-hmm. But um, the most recent one I got, which is on my forearm, I made that a, I made a conscious effort to be like, no, I want to mm-hmm. get out of this nine to five. I want to get out of this regular job. I am not mm-hmm. regular. I am a musician. I'm a writer. I'm a, mm-hmm. now hopefully a podcaster, but like, mm-hmm. I want to be like, 
I do whatever the fuck I want. And so like, this is a mark of like, you know, me doing uh-huh. whatever the fuck, and there's more coming, but I'm just saying like, this is a right. mark of like, I am outside of the boundaries and I do what I want. And I don't come from, you know, I come from a family that's like valued college and wanted me to get a, like you, like a, a mm-hmm. nine to five job career, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Right. Um, unfortunately it's not what I want. It's not what I want at all. I, I want to mm-hmm. be a writer and a musician, you know, and that's what I want from my life. And, and thankfully, hopefully, you know, I can, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, this only, um, enhances hopefully what I'm trying to go for. I don't know. We'll find out. Doesn't fucking matter. It's my body. I do what the fuck I want. With it. <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit of a rebellion, you know, it's a little bit of a, like, um, a thing where when I first got my tattoo, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be so cool. Like this is something yeah. like outside of my comfort zone, something that I have to hide from my parents. I was never a kid that was like, I was never a bad kid. I was always the kid that my parents would rely on for me to not do anything crazy. I never smoked. I never, you know, I was never crazy growing yeah. up. And I guess like after um, I quit my job in Korea, nine to five job in Korea. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to move to America. Like I just got kind of crazy and I dyed my hair. Oh, in Korea, by the way, we can't even dye our hair because mm-hmm. your hair has to be black in order to be like taken seriously. If you have like yellow hair or like blonde hair, it's like that that girl is doing bad things. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So so it's a pretty conservative society there. Right. So even if I even if it's not like blonde, say I did a lighter brown color, we would be mm-hmm. worried. Like the girls would be like, is this too bright? Like for a company? Like we yeah, even if it was like a lighter brown, hmm. that was a thing. So <laughs> coming from that, I when I got that this is actually one of my first tattoos. It's soul Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a heart. I also got tattoos where people can't see at first and then it slowly moved down <laughs> to I was, I was like you know what? I want to get tattoos where like people can see it. Like yeah. I have this beautiful artwork on my body that represents me. A lot of times I think when people get tattoos, they get something that means something to them or even if it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, I don't think, because a lot yeah. of people like are like, "Oh, you it must have meaning. You got this on your body and it's going to last your whole life." Yeah, oh, fuck you. Maybe I just wanted to get it. It's yeah. cute or it's just cool. You know, it's just like I just like it. It yeah. doesn't have to have a deep 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 meaning i don't think but no no i mean anyway, my, my tattoos do kind of have meaning but sorry yeah <laughs> no i mean me like i would say half of my tattoos have meaning and then the other half mm-hmm. are just like oh i like that i'm just gonna get it on me you know right. I, I, how but, many but do you I'll, have right now uh i have one two three one two three four only four yeah mm-hmm. uh but i'm gonna get more and um it's like uh at the same time whether it means something to you or not i think it regardless of what it means mm-hmm. to you it still makes a statement uh it's oh, still, of course yeah of course. yeah mm-hmm. so i, I got them because a i like them and i like to see mm-hmm. that shit on me but at the same mm-hmm. time a, i wanted to make a statement when i take off my my jacket and my sleeves are mm-hmm. off off i want people to be like oh well this guy um he might be a musician he might be definitely a creative type you know mm-hmm. At least I hope they think that um, mm-hmm. I, I, he's definitely not a dude who's like nine to five. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> you, what I you want. You think it's because the society we grew up in and because of how we grew up and that we had jobs that were nine to five or have jobs that are nine to five that we like detest it so much <laughs> that we're like, 
ah, don't want to get away from me. Well, I'll tell you this. Since I was five years old, I knew I didn't want to have a nine to five job. Oh, really? Now, since I was five. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I remember. I thought anything when I was five. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember like uh, being playing in my in my yard when I was five and my dad coming mm -hmm. home from work and my dad loved his job, always does, always has. Um, mm -hmm. And he got out of the car and was walking towards the home in his suit and like, you know, just walking back to the right. house. And mm -hmm. I remember at five years old saying, I don't want to do that. Oh, wow. Like yeah. wh what made you think that at five years old? Like, don't know. I just literally just said, just like, Ugh. I was like, like, job, I don't like, job, that. like, well, not like, what is he doing? But like, right. more like, I'm not doing that. I know mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be like a go to work and do, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I was oh, five. I just, that's so it. interesting. Yeah. And it, and it impacted me. And then, at, and then mm -hmm. later on at age 12, that's when I knew mm -hmm. age 12, when I was like music, I, I was like, that's what I'm doing. Mm. So you just like, didn't have an interest in, well, I don't know. I don't know what people think when they're five. I don't remember anything from when I'm five. My parents had to drag me out from under the bed when I was five to go to school. Really? In the mornings, drag me out of bed. I would hide under my bed. Oh, wow. Like, you didn't be like, want get it. the fuck out. You, think, going to you school. think maybe you didn't want that like scheduled thing, like, you know, like that, like, what do you call that? Um, oh, nine o'clock. You go here. Six, five, you get out like. No, I mean, like, um, mm -hmm. I, uh, a schedule is fine. I mean, if you're trying to like mm -hmm. accomplish anything, write a book, do a podcast, you need mm -hmm. to like, you know, set times and whatever. But I just hated school from like mm -hmm. from the first day. I remember my first wow. day of school, my first day when I was uh, probably like four and a half for, well, <clears throat> was that? Mm -hmm. No, actually, well, when I was when I went to school before and it was cool, it was all fun and games. But the first time I remember you're going to school, school. Oh, I fucking hate it. I remember it. I was crying all day. It sucked. Oh, wow. And, and, and I just hated it. I hate it. I've always hated it. Yeah. So I was like, this whole thing, this whole get uh -huh. grade study, this is not for me. No. Oh, wow. no. So, so. But despite you were a good student, right? I imagine. No. 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 <laughs> I, 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 uh, Why did I always think that you were like a straight A student? Because I look it. Because I look it. <laughs> It's true. That's why I, you got the tattoos. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I am not that guy. And mm -hmm. a lot of people, they, they make that mm -hmm. mistake. They think that like, oh, this guy's smart, like smart that way. Like school wise. I hate mm -hmm. it. I've always hated it. I never liked it. The only time oh, I liked wow. it is when I went to grad school and only time in, mm -hmm. you know, my GPA was in college. 2.5 cumulative GPA. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and then and then I almost failed high school. I almost did like a, my senior year again. I got like a D, oh, really? in, a D in chemistry. I got a bunch of C's and like, you know, the only A I got, uh, the only A I got was religion class, actually, you know, uh, religion. Uh, oh, wow. but, but then everything else was like I had one B, which was like history. The rest of uh -huh. were C's and D's, you know, and the only reason why I didn't get an F is because the teacher liked me in chemistry. Not like me like that, but like she felt bad for uh -huh. me, I guess. But like, you know, right, right. that's why. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. I was probably the opposite. Like when I, because I went to elementary school in Pennsylvania and I love school when I was here. Like mm -hmm. I, because also I think it was because um it was a very creative, uh, what do you call those? The school schedules were not scheduled, but. Uh, how they set curriculum? up curriculum curriculum yes like i think the curriculum was very 
fun and creative they made it because I remember like going to school say one semester was like the whole thing was about pioneers and then they made us into like little families of pioneers like oh you're the daughter they gave us roles and then we wrote like little diaries pretending we were <laughs> pilgrims not pioneer, pioneers pilgrims so that's the same yep. thing pirates yeah. and pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> did we do a pirate no we didn't do a pirate. probably <laughs> pilgrims i would say oh. yeah and we, we i would write like a little diary about like oh today my mom and dad like we or we would be like the whole semester was based on that so math class would be like how are you gonna ration your wood and your uh, <laughs> food and your chickens that you have like and then literature would be like write about your you being in a family and what you think of uh, living in those wagons and shit like that, you know? <laughs> and then, so yeah. all the curriculums were made up so that it bonded into that one semester that has to do, like, I remember having an Africa semester and I would write another journal for like <laughs> literature <laughs> English class. Yeah. And I would like rip out the pages, like uh, rip little pages on the corner. And I'd be like, a tiger got me, got my journal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so That's fun. too funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like glue like sugar, like little sand on the pages. And I was like, I was writing this on a desert. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had a lot of fun. And then I went to Korea and it all went downhill because that was like studying 12 hours a day type of thing in Korea. Like in Korea, (laughs) high school, I went to school at 6 a.m. and got out at like 10 p.m. No. Yeah. Because we go 6 a.m. to like 8 for two hours is free study time. So it's like you study whatever you have to study for your college exams. And then you have our classes. And then from like after dinner, 6 to 9 was another three hours of free study where you like, again, study for your college exams. So you're just like in school for hours and hours and hours on Saturdays too. Wow, that sucks, man. Yeah, sounds and I like hell. Hated, but, I absolutely hated school in Korea. Oh man, but you know what? I think honestly, I think we need to do our next episode. Well, not next one, but definitely one of them, where you talk about your life in Korea and your transition to your life right. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a good one. But um, but uh, anyways, I think we mm-hmm. are just wrapping up right now. We're we're we're, we're like maybe uh-huh. like an hour, an hour fifteen minutes in actually. Okay. Yeah. I do want to say one more thing going back to tattoos Yeah. that um, I do think having tattoos boosts your attractiveness level because <laughs> I've always been attracted to guys with tattoos. Beards and tattoos are a huge thing, I guess now. Uh, mm. Beards and tattoos, always a thing. Girls also, I've always been attracted to girls with tattoos. Mm. I just think it's really sexy yeah and like uh, the porn stars some porn stars that i follow the girl porn stars i follow are all all tatted girls okay and actually that's funny because i don't really follow guy porn stars i i do not know one name of guy porn stars but girl porn stars i know a lot of names so i don't know why (laughs) that is (laughs) yeah no i always thought like so back in uh, in back Mm -hmm. in the mid 2000s like 2008 Mm -hmm. 2007 i hooked up with this chick who was uh had, uh, had a tramp who had a tramp stamp 
And that was a big uh, thing, right? Oh, dude, <laughs> yo, I was all about that. I was all about that. And I and I was like, dude, I like girls with tattoos from from that day on. But oh, wow. um, but that like was like a long time style ago. looking at the tramp stamp. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then but then now it doesn't matter. I don't mm-hmm. care. It, fuck it, because I think now everyone has tattoos, mm-hmm. so it doesn't fucking matter. True. But um, but uh I always thought that mm-hmm. you know, all my idols have tattoos, all my idols, whether mm-hmm. they be music, whether or not, they ha- actually, yeah, they all have tattoos. I, I think it's a creative way to express yourself us away from what is given to you kind of like you know like your looks unless you have plastic surgery you can't really change that yeah but this is something that you can do modify to change your looks and express yourself Mm -hmm. that's not clothes and i really like that that's like all my tattoos we might have to do you know another episode talking about what like tattoos we have and what it means Maybe, I think if, so. If, if the listeners are interested in that at all. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, on that note, um, yeah. Hey, if you've been, I just want to say that if you've been listening uh, thus far to our podcast, thank you so much. Please, 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 please. If you can leave us a, wherever you're listening to, leave us a five-star positive uh, rating. If you're on iTunes, Give us a if you love the show, give us a five star. If you want to go the extra mile, write a comment, write a positive review. We're on Spotify as well, as Legina mentioned earlier today. So like us there, subscribe to us. Um, yeah, it really helps helps us out. It helps the show out, and we really appreciate it if you guys can do that. So yeah, I do. I do want to say thanks to everyone that's been listening. I've gotten messages from people that i haven't talked to in a while and they're like i really enjoy it and again like being the korean me i'm like oh my god that's so embarrassing (laughs) but i really appreciate it even like sending that message i really appreciated it Uh, even a girl that i had a threesome with (laughs) messaged me and she was like that was really fun thank you and i was like oh my god what did i say did i say anything about that like i I got so yeah (laughs) and uh, yeah, I'm thankful to all my friends that have been listening. I can like drop names right now, you know, but nah. <laughs> I'll have to talk about all my friends soon. Everyone is such in- interesting people that have a lot to say about dating in New York. So for sure. And uh, yeah, so thanks everyone for the support. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, every week, once a week, every Wednesday, right? Every, yes, every Wednesday, we're going to upload a new podcast yep every wednesday brand new podcast we also have every week i think by friday we're gonna have a blog post so keep an eye out for that as well uh check out the website we got some legina's writing articles and so am i so uh podcasts and blog posts coming your way every week thank you so much that's all i gotta say legina Thank you guys for listening. This was Degenerates, not your mom's podcast. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a good week.